Do you write out a to-do list and put it in your purse or lay it on the counter or even go the extra mile to paste it on the fridge so you can see it? But then it gets lost or you forget about it and you do another to-do list. Then the cycle just continues. Or maybe you've mastered keeping track of that to-do list, but your list just continues to grow. Or your day becomes so chaotic that it's difficult to get the things done on the to-do list. There is a reason I don't recommend to-do lists as a way to get tasks completed. Stick around for my favorite alternative to keep track of things that need to get done and actually get them done when they need to be. Let's go, Mama! Hey, Mama! Welcome to Restored Mama! Do you wish your days didn't go by in a blur because you are so busy? Ready to kill it as a homeschool mom trying to juggle home, family, and business as well? Does it feel like you're just trying to survive the day until you put your kids to bed? Do you need a time management strategy to balance it all? Hey, I'm Jen. I, too, was a mom that was trying to do it all, but accomplishing nothing. I, too, felt worn out and drained and wished for freedom and balance in my life. I wanted to enjoy life and live out the calling God placed on me. But I kept telling myself, life was always going to be this busy, and I would never escape being that hot mess mom who lost her identity to motherhood. Until I found structure and time management strategies that actually work. In this podcast, you will find ways to prioritize to help you balance it all, learn habits to bring ease in your day, God-centered conversations to help you focus on what is really important and ways to enjoy motherhood so that you will be able to go to bed feeling accomplished and loving life again. Warm up that cold coffee, kick up your feet. You deserve a break. I talk about to-do lists all the time because that's what a lot of you do. But did you notice that not once have I actually told you to do a to-do list? (laughs) I mention them because that's what most people do. They write out everything that needs to get done on a piece of paper and create this list but then they aren't effective at using it to complete the list because, well, to-do lists just aren't effective. So guess what? I have an out for you. It's not your fault that you can never complete everything on your to-do list or complete it in a timely fashion without feeling like chaos has ensued. It's the system's fault. And yes, I know there are some of you out there saying, oh, but I love my to-do list. There's something cathartic about crossing off a task when I get it completed. I get it. I thought that at one point. But then I saw all the downsides of the to-do list and I found a better way. This system will give you the ability to create a list and cross things off. Don't panic, you still have that option. But it's much more organized and functional and so, so much better. Often, looking at a to-do list will get a person so overwhelmed they don't even know where to start. All they see is a long list of things that they have to get done and they feel the pressure of needing to do them all right away and do them all on their own. Then, at the end of the day, all you feel is discouragement because there's so many tasks left on that list, some of which are important and probably should have been done that day. So let's look at how we can change this. You ask, why did I toss the to-do list and where did this even stem from? Well, I was so frustrated with my to-do list, I would write it, shove it in the diaper bag or put it on the desk and then lose it and create another one. If I didn't lose it, I still had two or three lists because I would think of another thing that I needed to get done and then start another list because I didn't have my other to-do list around. I eventually got smarter about it and I started doing my to-do list on my phone, but it still posed other problems. Once I started doing it on my phone, I had this running list going that never seemed to end. I didn't used to get so overwhelmed by my to-do lists. But then I had a larger family, I had more things I needed to do, more responsibilities. So I would just stare at my phone, this long, long to-do list. And then I ended up just looking for the quickest task to do first. 
that's fine when you're trying to get caught up because you got a little behind and we want to get caught up on some stuff and just want to tackle a few small things to get them out of the way. Totally fine. I actually recommend that in certain circumstances. But when you start doing this on a daily basis with your to-do list, some very important things will start to get missed because they aren't the smallest, simplest tasks. You probably have hundreds of small, simple tasks that you can just knock out, but are all those crucial and getting done now? Are there some things that should actually get done first? When I started dropping the ball on some of those important things, I knew just keeping a to-do list wasn't enough. I needed to get it organized somehow, which is how I found an organized workflow system. So here's what you do instead of just having that to-do list. It's going to get a little tactical, so if you can, sit down and get a pen and paper and follow along. Full permission to pause me when you need to. Number one is do a brain dump. I have you do a brain dump when you're planning out your week. This is a more organized way of doing a to-do list, so you still have your list in there. If you don't know what a brain dump is yet, when you sit down to plan out your week, you do a brain dump. You take your planner and write out everything in your head on the notes section in the start of the week. This is going to be a very long, long list, I'm sure. And it's going to look similar to do your to it's going to look similar to your to-do list. If you need a little more detail on the brain dump, I have some previous episodes on it. So what's different than just doing a to-do list? You ask if brain dump is so similar. That's a great question. This puts all of your tasks in one place so you always know where to go to find it, and it's not going to get lost with all your kids' school papers or accidentally thrown away because it looks like a piece of scratch paper trash. It's in your planner for that week. But the key to the brain dump is not the brain dump itself. It's what we do with the brain dump. Which leads me to number two, organize it. With to-do lists, you don't usually organize it once it's written out. It's just this long list. You just keep adding to it. When you do your brain dump, you're actually going to order it in a one, two, three format. I use top three because it's less for me to keep track of, but you can have a top four or top five priority, whatever makes sense to you and your system that you will end up working through. But I recommend going with a top three priority list. I find it just much more clean and simple. Go through your list and decide what is number one. What is a must do like now, this week type of priority? Then put those in a column. Okay, what is a two priority? This is a must do, but not as important as paying rent that was due yesterday type of situation, but you still need to get it done. So that goes in your type two priority column. Then you choose the top three priority. These are the things that you want to get done, but you don't have a time constraint. You don't have to do it right away. You can do them whenever you get around to it. Next couple weeks, next month, it won't cause any problems if you don't do them right away and they end up waiting a couple weeks or even a couple months. It's just not a big deal, but they do need to get done at some point. So you have the brain dump items in their appropriate columns. Now, how does that feel? Is it already feeling less overwhelmed? Looking at them in a one, two, three priority format, rather than seeing everything just sitting there staring at you, screaming to get done. See, we're already taming that overwhelming feeling. It's probably not gone yet. You probably still have a bit of that overwhelming feeling. You're probably still looking at the one and two columns saying, there is still so much to do. I will never be able to get all this done. Don't worry, we're not done yet. Number three is routines. Look at your ones and twos. Do any of them go along with a routine you already have in place? Like laundry. I have a routine for laundry. I actually did an episode on that a while back. Full transparency, I did not follow that routine this past week, and laundry really piled up. 
but it's part of a routine that I can just pick back up. So I just started following the routine once again, but added an extra load in. So it did add a little bit more, but it was just in the routine. And adding in that extra load helped me to get caught up. So I can cross that off and just begin my routine once again. I don't have to have laundry on my brain dump columns because it is just part of a routine that I need to get back into. So cross that off and begin your routine once again. What on your list is part of a routine that you already have in place? While you're going through this, think about why you didn't follow that routine and can you just start it back up so that task no longer feels like I have to get done and then it just feels like part of your day again? Or maybe you're one of those that don't actually have any routine set in place yet. This is where you decide what can be done as a routine. Laundry. If you don't have a routine, listen to my laundry episode and try that. Dishes. I have a routine for that. And I've given you some directions on how to keep up with the dishes. What about business or homeschool tasks? Do you have a long list of things that need to get done for that? Look at them and create a routine with all the like tasks that can go together. And then instead of having all these bullet point tasks in these columns, you have routines that inside of that routine, you have all these tasks that just get completed while you're doing the routine. For example, for my business, I have routines for the like tasks. I have a Facebook community, shameless plug, come join. I do have something exciting in the works and those on my email list and in the Facebook community are going to be the first to hear about it. So you don't want to miss it. Either get on my email list or come join the community so you can hear about it first. But I do have a routine for that. At the start of the week, I create a schedule, all the posts. I have done my podcast episodes. I know the titles and decide what I want to be the focus for certain days of that week. And I have a routine to get all that completed so I don't have to worry about it throughout the week. I have a routine of how I fit in writing my podcast notes in my schedule and when I do them. When I record the episodes, my routine includes all that goes along with the recording the episodes like, well, I don't edit much, so that makes it easy, but editing is part of it. Then writing the show notes, finding any links that need to be added that I talked to you about, then creating the title and scheduling to publish. Everything is grouped together in a routine so that nothing gets forgotten and I can follow that same routine every time and it becomes habitual. And then I can just think of all the little tasks as if they're one large task, and I don't have to feel overwhelmed by all the things that that I need to do. Once you have figured out these routines, that takes you into four. Create workflows in something that I've talked about. It's called Meister Task. I love this program. If you don't want to use the program, you don't have to, but it does make things go so much more simple and automated And you don't have to redo it every week. It's already in there. You don't have to do all that work every single week. Those routines, those workflows are already completed. It's so simple. For each group of tasks that need to get done on a regular basis, which means you're creating routines for these things and doing them consistently, you should create a workflow for those. This doesn't take long. You've already done the hard part. You've grouped the like tasks together now, so you can create the workflow for it. Back to my business example. When I need to record an episode, there are a lot of things that go into it. I have a workflow with all of those things, and it repeats on a weekly basis. I have to pray and decide what episodes I want to do for that week. Then I need to write the notes, then create the title, then upload into Podbean. 
And then in between there is recording. Can't forget to record it. <laughs> then add show notes and relevant links, then schedule to be published. This then blends into my social media workflow for creating and scheduling the posts. I also have a workflow for homeschooling, prepping, what do I need to do when, and then when I sit down to prepare for it, what has to happen. And this is sometimes for a week and sometimes for a month, depending on the subject and what's going on. In that workflow, I have each individual task. This way, you don't think about the individual tasks. These are things that get done on a routine basis, and you have it all there. Now, you don't even need to do them on a to-do list or a brain dump. You have already done that and can just repeat those workflows on a weekly or monthly or even yearly basis. I have a workflow for taxes for personal business and the nonprofit. That workflow, I only have to repeat once a year, but it's there. So when tax season comes, I know exactly what needs to get done. In one of my last episodes, I said I had the free version of Meister Task and it was enough for me. But now that I have two businesses, homeschool, home and personal I will be upgrading to the paid version. Without the paid version, when you schedule your coaching session with me and I help you to set up those workflows, I won't be able to add it and share it with you unless I upgrade. So I will be upgrading. But depending on how much you need to do, free should suffice for you. Now, there's things that I do as routines that I don't put into workflows, like laundry and dishes, feeding the animals. Those are all just a normal part of my day that I do, and I don't need a workflow to tell me when or how to do it. I don't forget to feed the animals. although. Some Mondays I do have an, oh no, it's after seven and the animals still haven't been fed. I had that kind of moment because I'm out of my routine. Johnny's home on the weekends and those mornings he helps me out by doing all the feeding in the morning. So when Monday rolls around, I sometimes am a little off of my norm, but it still gets done. Same with laundry and dishes. It's almost a no-brainer for me now. It just happens. Except laundry this past week, of course, for some reason, I just decided not to do it the entire week. And then Thursday came and there was a lot to do. But I know my routine and it was easy to just pick back up and get caught up quick. You can get to this point too. I know you want to get it all done and have the time to walk in the call that God has placed on your life. The time management coaching I've created for you can do just that. You have this to-do list that keeps expanding and you're so overwhelmed that you have a short fuse with your family. I've been there too, but the system I've talked to you today about and being able to toss that to-do list out, create your routines and workflows can help solve that very problem. I teach you routines for time management so you can find balance in your life and enjoy your time again. And then you have time to actually live the life that God has called you to live. You'll walk away with a customized time management plan and checklist with routines to implement that are easy to maintain, and it will fit into your busy life just like what I talked about today. It'll be a customized plan that I help you create as we work through your barriers. My March schedule is already filling up so fast, so don't wait. I have limited spots available. Send me an email at restoredmamapodcast.gmail.com and get it scheduled. Take a few extra minutes to do these steps then set up your workflows and try it for a month. If you stick with it, you will never want to go back to to to-do list again. And if you need help or just want someone to walk through it with you, send me an email and schedule your coaching session for March. I love you, mama. Have a great rest of your week. I will see you next week. I've got some great things in store for you. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. If you liked the episode, please take a moment to leave a review. This helps to get Restored Mama out there into the world to help more mamas like you find the joy and freedom in the restoration God has waiting for them. 
if you like my show, leave a review. It will help her get seen. I would love to hear your story, where you're at, and what you're hoping to learn and gain from Restored Mama. Send me an email at restoredmamapodcast at gmail.com to fill me in on your journey. I can't wait to hang out with you again next time. Until then, I hope this has blessed you today, and I can't wait to see what God is going to do in your life.